Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me a River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. I'd like to share something with the people at home, Riley. Riley, there's this thing where we both say we're recording, and then there's like a, a beat. Stop. Don't tell them There's this, like dude. a beat of silence. It's just like, fine, normal. I'm like, oh, and we let, you know, let our mic settle, let the, the things that used to sound levels and stuff. And Riley just stares at me when he does it. Like, we stare in this before Riley says, welcome. And you, you giggle like a kid laughing in church, man. I'm, listen, there's like a, an internal switch I flick, right, mm-hmm. to go on. On, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not great. You know how like some performers need to warm up? Nah. I'm one of those, I'm that, I'm that one-start lawnmower. You know what I mean? You don't have to, you don't have to That's it. Pull, on, pull on that cord a bunch of times like my dad had to do with his two-stroke out the backyard when I was a kid. You, you flick a switch and I'm on, baby. Let's go, you know? But I do just sit here and I'm like, all right. Time to perform. Time to get out the symbols and be the performing monkey again. And it just, it just, yeah, I put a smile on my face and that's it. <laughs> it's really bizarre. It's like psychotic, I might even say. All right, mate. Okay. I remember there was one episode of Top 5 we did where I was very sick and very grumpy. And I was like, let's just do it, man. I don't care. Come on, let's just get it over with. I want to go back to bed, right? And you're like, all right, okay, I'm recording. I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis, look at this. And then afterwards, I was straight back to it. Again, it's flicking a switch. Anyway. Horrifying. Such is the life of the performer, Dennis. Um... I don't know if you know. Have you seen this? I'm no longer a magic broadcaster. Oh my god, you're finally retiring. Holy crap, that's amazing. I am an (laughs) esports broadcaster, Dennis. Broadening your horizons. What are you casting this coming weekend, Riley? Age of Empires, baby. Let's go. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition. And of course, you can buy your copies of Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition at Channel Fire. I wish you could. That'd be a great ad. ad. I want to talk about me for a bit more before we do the ad. Or do we have to do the ad? We're contractually obliged to do the ad before the the second minute. I don't know about you, but I I can feel the the sniper sights on my forehead. So come back to Age of Empires chat. Um, Let's do the ad, What's what's cooking at CFA? Well, if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably too late to get on the booster box blowout that was running this week. But you know what the thing is, Riley? Mm. That's why you gotta head to channel5.com slash newsletter. You gotta sign up, you gotta get those hot, hot deals right in your inbox. You you get the you get the inside scoop. You get Eric Levine sliding into your DMs being like, Hey, you wanna you want you want you want some deck boxes? You wanna you want a booster box blowout? I'm the man for you, mate. Let's go. That's what you need. You need that you need you need that hot Hot booster box energy in your inbox in the morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Eric Levine's here to give it to you, but you need to go to Channel 5. What do I come and <laughs> We've made Eric complicit in this now. I don't know how he's going to feel about that. What? There's it. nothing wrong about it. I was just thinking about a funny joke that my friend told me yesterday. I, I'm saying that Eric Levine is ready to give it to you. It being the hot deals. The hot deals. <laughs> at Channel5.com. Just in your inbox. fill you up with hot deals. Fill you up. Fill up your fill your inbox up is what Dennis is trying to say. Yes, here. that's what I meant. Yeah. Fill up your inbox with hot deals. Available only at channel5.com. Channel exactly right. Um, going back we, to we FNM, going back to going back to your store, depending on where you are in the world, get your singles, get that. You missed like a year of magic. You, you got to catch you, up, you, man. You, you got to fill that binder back up. You got to catch up. You don't want to turn up to FNM with a with a you know an empty binder. With hey, you got la- any trades? Sure. I've got some stuff from I don't know Urza's Saga. No, you know that's embarrassing, man. Come on, we've been in lockdown. <laughs> Wait, Urza's Saga. Urza's Saga's got some good stuff in it, doesn't it? Yeah, All right, a, yeah, let, me, let, me, let me have a second run of that. Are oh, you on trade? Sure, I've got some stuff from Rivals of Ixalan. Oh, there you go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready. Tell us, tell us about. So, 
Riley's talking about an Age of Empires tournament that he's cast and is coming. Temple.com, Cooper God Knight, yes. Um, mm. And he, well, I want, I want to say how you told me about this. He was like, Dennis, I think I'm going to be doing this Age of Empires tournament. And he was mm. like, so you know the way it's, it's run by Red Bull. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And he's like, so you know the magic one is called Red Bull Untapped. What yeah. do you think the Age of Empires one oh, is called? Oh, this was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause Red and Bull, was, like, they, yeah. they, they give all of their tournaments, like, they, 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 it's not just like the Red Bull Magic Championship, right? It's they a give joking the names. Name. Red Bull Untapped, right? Because mm-hmm. you untap stuff in Magic and untap's like, ah, oh, full of energy, whatever else. And I was like, Dennis, guess what? The Red Bull Age of Empire. It is Red Bull, blah, Red Bull Age of Empires tournament. What is it called? It's the Red Bull. I said Wallalo. And Riley was like, yep. It is that. <laughs> it is the Red Bull Wallalo. And this is the fourth. So it's Red Bull Wallalo 4. So for those of you who don't know, there is an, an iconic meme about the priest characters dude. in Age of Empires that go Wallalo and turn the other units onto They convert team. them. Yeah. But um, actually, we're playing Age of Empires 2, so it's not Priests. Um, they're only in Age of Empires 1. And um, it's funny how that's such a transcendent meme that even mm-hmm. though that voice line doesn't appear in Age of Empires 2, it's still yeah. used as like, yeah, it's great. Anyway, the graphics are so sick. It's like old medieval warriors and like whatever. And they're, and they're all wearing headphones and have keyboards, like all wearing that's like sick. He- yeah, gaming cool. headsets and stuff. It's so cool, dude. Um, I'm really looking forward to it, man. I used to play a bunch of age of empires i can't say i've played it competitively but um i played so much age of empires when i was younger and uh it's interesting if you listen to my history podcast half our history.net had to think about that one um mm-hmm. you will notice that i have done a lot of episodes on age of empires uh Era. yeah william wallace Joan of Arc. It's all there, baby. <laughs> it's all there. It's all there in Harvest History. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to it. Finally, as I said on Twitter, finally, my history degree has some relevance. You become an esports broadcaster. About a game that is very loosely based on history, you know. You know the time that two civilizations gathered on either side of a lake and built just like a whole- Towns. Yeah. Just a whole bunch of like archery ranges that they kind of used as town walls as well. Remember that part of history? Those you are know the when days. the Lombards fought the Celts on the banks of that one lake? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Riley, I want to ask you about a different game. Not Magic the Gathering, not Edge Empires. Okay. Uh, well, it's a little bit related to Magic the Gathering because next month we're going to have a Magic the Gathering Dungeons & Dragons set. Can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait. It's funny. I've been talking to different people about it and the hype level is very, very high. And I'm, I'm not, I don't normally buy into, I mean, I like new magic sets, but mainly I'm just like, ah, this will be fun to play with new cards. Mm, like when they're like, oh, cards, you say. Yeah. yeah, when they're doing like, oh, Viking set, I'm like, cool. I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure that'll be good fun, right? When they do like Wizard School, I'm like, all right, I'm, I, this, this, sound, this sounds like I'll, I'm going to enjoy this set. Turns out I didn't, but you know, that's not mm. the point. When they're like D and D set, I'm like, well, now you have my, now you got my attention. Well, I've played a lot of D and D. I don't really care much for the lore of D and D. Do you think a lot of people fall into that camp? No. Okay. So for me, it's not about like I'm not okay. I've, I've read some of the like RL Salvatore books, and you know, I know who Drizzt Doerden and that sort of stuff is, right? And I'm, I'm kind of excited about that, like team out, whatever. I'm not. It's not that that's really getting me. It's the fact that there is now a spell called you know Tasha's hideous laughter. That's what I was going to say. That I'm that's, into. That's what gets me. You know, it, it's seeing. <clears throat> It's not the story so much. It's just the world. Here's the question. Right? Examined I, through a different lens. I'm really I, into that. I asked this as a professional. Go Do you think we get a fireball reprint? I mean, we probably should, right? Right? If there it's was a ever slam a time, dunk, dude. If there was ever a time. If there was ever a time, you know. Do you think we get a electrolyzed style? Um, God, what's that spell called? Magic missile? Magic missile, yeah. There has to be a magic missile. Uh, it, and it's probably going to be like... The <clears throat> probably red X, right? 
Or, or even just two in a red, deal three damage, divide as you choose. Sorcerer. No, because the whole thing with magic missiles is scales. I guess it scales with levels, yeah. It scales with levels. like, And it's... So if I... Okay, if I were designing a top-down magic missile, it would be like, let's say, red X. Deal X damage divided as you choose between... Any, no, that's way too good. Red, red <laughs> X. Red, red X. Deal X damage divided as you choose between any number of... Uh, any number of targets, maybe. And do you know what I put on it? This damage can't be prevented. You know what else? Because magic missile never misses. Doesn't, doesn't miss. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. This is also an opportunity to put in a cantrip just to mess with um, commentators writing. Yeah, go on. Call it press digitation. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, for those of you who don't know, in Dungeons & Dragons, uh, all level zero spells are called cantrips, right? They mm-hmm. don't draw you a card because it's not a thing in D&D, but all, like, all the... Sort of, how would you describe cantrips? Free, they're, they're free spells. No, but like in terms of power level, like they're not really they're level zero. Like press digitation is like ma- minor sensory effect. It's like yeah, turn like off a some, light, <laughs> or make some dancing, glowing. Yeah, like there's, uh, you know, a little gust of wind. Like that, like very, very small, not harmless, but like inconsequential spells, and they're all mm-hmm. called cantrips. Yeah, I would love to see a cantrip called create water. <laughs> create water is low-key one of the most broken spells in the game well how much water do you make in create water uh, not much but like do you know how useful water is to just to be able to be to make do you know how many problems it can solve for pcs right like there are so many situations where i'm like ah here's a trap that'll get them right because i dm most of the time and they're like mm-hmm. oh create water oh okay well i was i mean i had the opposite problem whereas I, I was dming a game last week and um they got the the players got into a fight with some like bandits or whatever mm. And one of the guys was like, I turned this guy into a bonfire. And I was like, excuse me? He's like, I have a spell called Create Bonfire. I was like, that's like to make a campsite. That does yeah, not. Like- that's good. <laughs> I, create, I, create a bo- I create a bonfire where this guy's body used to be. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, No, the spell that's always annoyed me the most is Gaseous Form. Why? Because it, it turns- walls and shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, well, you can get through walls, get through doors. Like, oh, you're all imprisoned. Oh, no. I turn- Well, I Dave gaseous- isn't anymore. <laughs> yeah. I turn Gaseous, go and get the key, let everyone out. Ugh. Okay. All right. Ah, uh, you are the 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 monster. The ogre reaches down. The giant reaches down and grabs you in in his in his fist. And oh, he's gonna do a lot of bloody squeezing down. Nope, gaseous form. You're out. Okay, cool. All right. You know, it's a gaseous form to solves. If you're a PC and you get the opportunity, take gaseous form because it will be. It's it. You it's know, oh, you're in danger. Literally, you need, get out of jail free card. You need to hide, right? <laughs> gaseous form. Stand in the corner. Can't gaseous see you. form. I turn into a fart and enter one of the guards. Um, I wasn't going to talk about this. But now that you've done this, this now happening? we're going to talk about it. I had I played with a group, and one of the, the playing one of the characters played a warlock, and this warlock was a big fan of gaseous form. Once realizing, and the more and on more than one occasion, this warlock would uh, gaseous form enter opponents, right, and then ungaseous form, and then ungaseous form, and just alien his way out of their stomach. So cool! <laughs> it was very disgusting, dude, and it was one of his favorite moves. <laughs> so good it was really horrible i want the reason i brought, I brought up to do is i saw i saw a D hack on twitter and i didn't know oh. D had cheat codes would well, you know about the infinite infinite money glitch what's the infinite money glitch so in D 3.5 they've patched this in D oh, in the I fifth edition that, that right in D yeah. 3.5 you can i can't remember the exact i'm going to pull these numbers out of my bum but like i can't remember the exact numbers but basically a uh, a 10 foot foot pole costs uh five silver for example mm-hmm. right and a ladder costs two silver. So you buy a ladder, you break it apart, and you now have two 10-foot poles and firewood, which you mm-hmm. can then sell back, buy more. Uh, you can sell them as 10-foot poles, 
buy ladders, mm-hmm. break them apart, right? Infinite money glitch. The one that I was talking about was, have you heard of the peasant railgun? Pe- no, I haven't heard of the peasant railgun. I'm looking forward to learning about the peasant railgun here. Go on. So what you do is you get some amount of gold and you hire, let's say, a thousand peasants for like a piece of silver each for yeah, an hour. Not, I mean, that's a lot even. A piece yeah. of silver is a lot. So yeah. And you ask them to line up one foot apart. Okay. And you get the first 999 to ready their action to take a spear from the guy behind them and give it to the spear to the guy in front of them. Like a relay race. And you get the thousandth guy to ready his action to throw the spear. Okay. So once all their actions are readied, you hand the the peasant at the back a spear. A D&D round to combat only ever takes six seconds. Six seconds, yeah. So this spear travels about 2,000 feet and accelerates rapidly at six seconds. And then the last guy throws it at like 3,000 miles an hour through the golden dragon and the mountain that was behind it or whatever. Well, the only problem there that I can see with that, I would modify that slightly to have the guy at the end actually be have make sure they had some sort of combat proficiency because oh, otherwise you're taking, misses, yeah. you're taking penalties a, on the roll. Causes like, a world what, and yeah, crit fails and obliterates the town they're from. Exactly. Like you miss, that, that person's going to miss their throw. So I'd, I'd have like a spearman at the end there. Just to, I guess you could just jab. You wouldn't have to throw. Uh, kind of rip your arm off, wouldn't it? <laughs> I do love, I love. I just love the terminology of peasant railgun. The peasant railgun's very good. The peasants are happy with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, this bloody this this rich adventurer paid me a silver piece to pass for a one, spear for, for one, one p- one thousandth of six seconds of work. No problem. Yeah, easy. That's a great. That's a great alley, right? That's very funny. Pew! A weapon to surpass Metal Gear alley. I've played uh, I played D&D for a long time, dude. Long time. Not as long as I've, of course. I'm sure there are some like alpha nerds that are listening to this to play it for twice, three, three times, four times as long as I have. But I've played for what fifteen years now. Jeez. Um, and uh, I've had some. I've had some. I've had some interesting adventures over the years, man. I've had. Some I'd like to open things adventures. up a little bit, Riley. Go on. I think we're gonna get a lot of submissions for this. Oh, Please let us know your we D&D need to be, horror stories. We need to be really careful with this, man. <laughs> We need to be really careful with this. No guarantee get, they will all get read out on the podcast. No, we are going to get inundated and some of these stories are not some of these stories are very much going to be out. you had to be there. So just just before you submit make sure the story is not a you had to be there story. Mhm. Because um in the same way that like magic bad beat stories are kind of you know insufferable to listen to you have to be their dnd stories are kind of like, all right so, so hang on all right let me let me, let me tell you. so this a mate of mine right he oh, had to yeah, make yeah. this character but that wasn't the character he was playing then like the character in the story is a tribute to the old character that he played that one time it's like i don't i don't need this man dnd uh, stories and people telling you about a game of dnd they played and and telling you about a dream and showing yes, you holiday yes. photos are all the yeah. same thing if yeah. i'm not in it and nobody's having sex i don't want to hear about it I'm going to say that we are going to put a moratorium on D and D sex stories. Actually, I was, about, I was about to say that immediately. We are not going to read this in the podcast. We're not going to. We're not going to. We're not going to read out D and D sex stories under any circumstances. We'd have to get to episode 690 to make that viable. I think. Yes. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah. Um. That's right. All right. Well, if you have got good ones, they've got to be good ones though. And again, remember the bloody word limit. What is it? 400. Whatever it is. Yeah. I'm really worried about this can of worms <laughs> opening here, Dennis. It's fine. Really, right. Really you'll I mean, never mind. Don't worry about it. I'll sift. Okay, sure. You you create the idea, and I I'm the one who puts it into action. Anyway, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to the D and D set. I really am. Like more so than the the general level of hype that I have for D, for for magic sets for for the D and D set. I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. I I think it's going to be great. 
it's do you know what's funny? I mean, I know this this is a little sort of off topic for where we were starting, right? But all the energy and you know, I guess all the discontent that went into like expanded the, the what is it? Un, universe is unbound or whatever it's universe called. Universe beyond, yeah. Universe beyond. This is why, where they should have started, man. Like this is intellectual property they own. Yeah. It's intellectual property they constantly work on. Yeah. I think if they executed on this D&D thing, right, I think people then would have been like, oh, this is cool. I want to see more non-magic stuff in my magic games, right? Well, the universe is beyond is going to be more like the secret layers and the command. Like, we I mean, know they're doing the Warhammer commandos. I, I understand, but what I'm saying is that pill would have gone down better for the people who hated seeing the Walking Dead stuff. You say that. What if the D&D set's not very good? How can it be not very good? How could the Wizard School set not be very good? The Wizard School set was fine. It just, I mean, the Wizard School set arguably is is good because it isn't like absurdly overpowered, right? Mm, it's true. And is, everything's just living in the shadow of Eltrain at the moment, you know. Yeah, I had low hopes for the fairy tales at the time. Actually, now that I think about it, so yeah, like the 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 Eltrain is kind of busted up standard. Pretty. I mean, I, once Eltrain rotates out, we're going to see you know a, a big change in the way that like just cards function in standard right i mean it always happens but more so now that eldraine's gonna leave because of the adventures whatever else there's so much there's just so much power wrapped up in that format in that uh, in that set but i think that like this is the perfect crossover this is you know wizards are also the custodians of dnd right yeah they could they control all the variables they're the stewards for them to mess it up here you know you we can talk about the cards that they've put out that have been absolute stinkers. Wizards have not made a bad limited set for a long time. Strixhaven is not that good. That's but it's true. Not, it's not that bad. No, not at all. It's not that bad. The limited's been pretty good, right? I don't know, man. I, I like. I feel like this. I feel like this D and D set could could do great things, and I hope it does because like, it's gonna capture some stuff for a lot of people. That's really gonna you know it's gonna take me back to being a teenager and and discovering like spells and weapons and cool stuff that you could do in D and D for the first time. Right, Riley, I'm going to ask you to channel your inner Keemstar here for a minute. We're going on MTG Drama Alert. Oh, baby, I can't wait for this. I can't. This is an un, this is an unsubmitted Am I the Asshole question, I mm-hmm. guess, if you want the to look at it like kind. that. The best kind. This is this, the best kind of uh, advice, unsolicited. You want to hit us with the, the context here, Riley? So, um, Teen Nguyen, right? Um, uh, play made top eight of a PT some time ago, playing Scapeshift. Um uh, in, uh, provoked a little bit of a little bit of drama after a tweet that went out earlier. Um, uh, Tin tweeted last night. My opponent asked me to split the last round of the pre-release because it was 11 p.m. I declined. They said I need to drive an hour home. I said you should have made better life decisions. <laughs> I proceeded to win. I miss paper magic. <laughs> I think so, they're an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I think everyone's kind of. I don't know, man. I, I don't think. Okay, let's 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 be more specific about this, right? First of all, there's nothing wrong with asking to split the first round, the last round. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. Like you can always just ask to split, right? There's also nothing wrong with saying no to that, irrespective of the time, right? You, I mean, it, I I think if someone's like, no, I want to play, you're like, all right, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and I don't think it's okay to try guilt your opponent into. Well, well, that's that's uh, it. De- it depends, man. If you're giving just content, like it depends how you, we don't know how this person said I need to drive an hour home. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. Oh, what are you doing to me? Come on, like that's not good. And that's not. But if you're like, well, you know, I'd appreciate it because I got a long ride home. Like that's different, right? 
I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong to say no to this. I don't think it's wrong to say yes to this. I do think it's wrong to say that your opponent, you need to make better life choices because what life choice like, live like, closer to the game store? <laughs> not, don't play a children's card game at like eleven p.m. at night. Like what? What's the what life decision are you specifically critiquing here? I don't know. And then like the the brag as well. Uh, by the way, I won. Yeah, it's a little it's a little on the nose. I. So this tweet in isolation is like whatever. Yeah. The explosion of Oh, I can't believe how much so uh, disproportionate. So many people were jumping into battle either for or against Tian after this. And I couldn't believe how heated people got. Uh, I mean, I love drama, dude. I love it. I always stay out of it, but I love it. I love just I I'm the one I'm using the gif of the guy walking up with the with the folding chair. And he kicks it out, yeah. And he kicks it out, sits down, he's got the sunnies on, like that. Or I'm just MJ eating popcorn, dude. That's me. Right? Yeah, it's this was I don't know if many people were in favor of of Tien. I don't think anybody was really in that. Oh yeah, no, no, no. You need to go deeper in the replies, dude. There's really? some like, hey King, you dropped this crown emoji stuff in I there. I do you love know? that picture. Yeah. But most of what I saw was you need to make better life decisions by not tweeting this and stuff like that. Yeah, things like that. Which I, I don't know. Like this, this. What I will say is, while I don't have any issue with actually what happened, the the going on Twitter and talking about it is weird. And then the I missed Paper Magic as though that's what Paper Magic was about. Ah, oh, Dennis, you know what I've really missed throughout this entire pandemic. Logistics is just just being kind of rude to people at a, at, uh, <laughs> at, at at my local game store. It's not the same being rude to them online. Everyone's rude online, you know. I like being I like I like being kind of a dick to my opponents in uh, in person. It's good That's to a, get back to the old times. Can't, can't get know? that on a spell table. Yeah, because they can just hang up. Yeah, they're yeah. trapped in a conversation with you. You can't laugh at them as they run out of the store. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know, man. This this uh, I, I it just. It, it sits in a weird spot for me, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't have any issue with, again, the request to split, the refusal, the playing it out, whatever else. It's just the going on Twitter and like bringing this up in the same way that you'd be like, oh, I, I did a cool thing last night. I was like, oh. The was by it? the way I won is what seals it for me. It's like, okay. All right. All right. You won okay. round three of your FNM. Cool. You ever made bra- a brag like this? Brag about something small? Just about brag about something that later on didn't reflect very well on you? I don't think so. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not fishing for one here. I'm just. I'm I just fa- well, no, I felt like you had one in mind. That's oh what no, 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 I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't think of one. No, no. I, I wouldn't say you brag about stuff. You just lie. Oh yeah, that's fine. Though. You just make stuff up, right? The, never and let, never let the truth get in the way. It's not even that self-aggrandizing. Like often, the, often when Dennis Dennis lies and exaggerates, it's often at his own. Yeah, like at his own expense. It's just. It's it's purely editorial. It's just for narrative reasons. Yeah, I would never trust you to run a newspaper. Why? Because It'd be the best-selling newspaper of all time. <laughs> yes, exactly. It would be the best-selling newspaper, but it wouldn't be. It would be the 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 Ankh-Morpork Inquirer instead of the Ankh-Morpork Times. Have you read? The, have you, so there's a, one of my. It's actually my favorite Discworld novel. Right. Uh, it's about the establishment of a newspaper in the fictional uh, mm-hmm. fantasy city of Ankh-Morpork, and there's one newspaper, and they're very factual, and they're very down the line, and they completely get outsold by the Inquirer. Who just makes stuff up about like you know rain it raining dogs in the, ne- in the next town over or like a snake baby being born to uh, people in the uh, in the in the city in the uh, kingdom of Lanka and uh, Dennis has been distracted by something on his other monitor. No, I'm listening to you. What are you what What are you looking at? 
I'm looking at a playlist on Spotify. <laughs> You're listening to a playlist on what are you doing? Are you cooking up a little playlist to listen to? No, I'm reorganizing a Death Stranding playlist on wow. the monitor. And and this is the best time to do that. Can <laughs> I tell you something horrible. about Spotify? I was doing this I was yesterday um, on my stream. Did you, finish your, did you finish your inquiry story? Oh, you're bored. You're bored by it. We don't need to. Oh, I don't, no, need no, to no, I, I don't, Dennis, I don't <laughs> want to waste any more of your time with that story. <laughs> so yesterday I was streaming, right? And obviously we have a lot of good jokes on the stream about like the, the MTGA rigged shuffler, right? Oh, he's back to the playlist. Um, <laughs> Don't get annoyed with me because I caught you not focusing on because I caught you doing an LSV double queuing on MTGO <laughs> while you're supposed to be recording a podcast. Anyway, um, I'll explain to you why I'm annoyed about the Spotify thing. But carry on. We complain about the rig shuffler, right? Of course. On 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 MTGA, right? Anyway, I was listening to some music and it kept that's broke. The woke is complaining about the rig shuffler on Spotify. Is that where this is going? This exactly where this is going, and I actually was able to prove it, right? So I was I was listening to this spot this playlist, right? Spotify playlist that they'd, that it was a Spotify made playlist, not one that I'd made. Yeah. And it kept playing this song. I'm like, ah, I'm going to skip this song right now. And then I would sc- scroll through the playlist, find a new song, play that one, right? And then two, three songs later, right, it would. Right put on that up. next song. Now, you can test this at home, right? Go to a Spotify-made playlist. One of those songs like recommended for you or whatever, right? Um, and then click on a song, hit shuffle, and just take a note of the general order of the next like five to ten songs that are coming up, right? Then turn off shuffle. It'll go back to the original order that the playlist was in and then hit shuffle again. And it will, it will then reshuffle, not randomly, it will put those five to ten songs back up the top of the playlist. It is literally a rig shuffler. Literally a rig shuffler. It is actually a rig shuffler on Spotify. It's like, no, you 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 will listen to this music and you will enjoy it. So what I was annoyed about, Riley, <clears throat> was I subscribed to some this Death Stranding playlist, which is just all the music from Death Stranding, mm-hmm. which is just very chill. I, I call it like Dread Hop because it's like very, very, you know, they have like chill hop background music. Yeah. This is like that, but with just some dread. Okay. All right. I don't like it's that. Good. I don't love that. It's great. Are you listening to it right now? I, well, no, I turned it off. Okay. But um, what someone has done, whoever curates this playlist, has added a bunch of shit that is not from the no, game. That, no, that get out and of And that's here. why I was like, hang on, can I yeah. copy this playlist and just remove that stuff? That's because yeah. I put on the playlist in the background and then the Godfather theme came on and I was like, whoa, hang oh, on a that's, second. That's a ridiculous tonal shift. So that was what happened. Okay. All right. That does make sense. That would annoy me and I actually probably would work to um, like change that straight away. So- you get away with it this time, Dennis. Well, uh, I, I love how we've come so far that mm. it's fine for you that I listen to Spotify while we record the podcast. That's not even... I don't think I ever took issue with that. I thought you did. No. I, no, I find it a little, like, strange. Because I listen to music all the time. I have music on all the time, but I don't want to... When, when you podcast. stayed at my place, you like, you were like, can I just play music on the Alexa 24-7? I was yes. like, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was good fun. Yeah, you were very... I'm a, I'm a huge musical tyrant, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Riley, 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 Riley rules with an iron ox cord. I do. I do. I do. And uh, you you really just indulged me there. That was great. Moving on to a power move here, right? Let's kind of bring things back to the magic world. Let's go. Power move from AKD here. Sign all your cards with your own signature. Then when someone asks who signed them, say, um, me. I'm kind of a big deal, you wow. know? This would work better for you than it would for most people. <laughs> I Like, I could, it would truly take on a, an all all new obnoxious level if someone, like a D-grade magic celebrity like me, did something like this. That would, a D-grade is generous. But, um. Riley, uh, I, uh, you can call yourself a D-grade celebrity. I think you're probably an, an A or B-grade magic celebrity. That's not true. It definitely is. Okay, who are some A grade magic celebrities? Kibler. Yeah, Jimmy Wong. L- Jimmy. Oh, that's about that. Mm, Jimmy's. Mm, yeah, okay, Jimmy. Professor. Luis, probably. Yeah. Prof. 
Prof. Um, like, I'm t- an A-grade celebrity is if you have even the slightest idea about magic, right? Even the yeah. slightest idea about magic beyond just, like, it's a card game you play. Like, you could, if you're even a little bit interested in magic, you know that M- Mark Rosewater, right? These are A-grade. These are A-lists. Mm, even Mark Rosewater might be on there, you know. Yeah, might, yeah that's fine. Like, you know, I, I, this is no disrespect to Marshall, but I wouldn't say he is uh, A. He's probably a, 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 you know, a B. Because you have to be competitively minded. Exactly. Like, they're, they're, like mm. the vast majority of people who play Magic don't know who Marshall Sutton is. Yeah, and is. there's nobody who knows you that doesn't know Marshall. Exactly. There's plenty of people who know Marshall don't know you. So, Maybe I think right. D is probably generous, man. Like, I'm a medium-level Magic streamer, right, who has a role, not even a, like, I'm not even, like, front and center. Like, I have a role on Magic broadcasts. Yeah, okay. I would say, I, like... This, I, think it's, I think it's good for ego for you to... You to you to put yourself in at a low level. Me try to build you up and have you explain to me why I'm wrong and what you actually do. But I think that's probably good for you. I mean, I, I, honestly, I would say probably D. Probably. So you don't think you could get away with signing your own magic cards? I think I. Could I don't think any, I don't think anybody could actually. I mean, I don't think I don't. Think, if you're LSV, you sit there. It's like people are gonna be like, "All right, okay, mate, weird flex. Like it's gonna be strange." I think if you're not a magic celebrity, then it becomes very funny. But it is also yeah, just yeah. vandalizing cards. So be careful when you use this one. What's wrong with that? That's fine. Mm, I'm not saying that's fine. That's Dennis saying that, not me, and certainly not Channel 5, all the sponsors of this show. So, uh, well, I, well, here's the thing. I know Wizard of the Coast doesn't like people vandalizing their cards. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you vandalize your cards beyond recognition? But I can't buy some new ones. Good, not very good. All right. <laughs> I, 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 we talked about this before. I was like, we can't encourage people to destroy magic cards, right? I'm like, it'll only increase the demand for new magic cards. It's a pure, it's genius. <laughs> if only magic cards were perishable. Mm. And they had like they they had a baked in obsolescence where after two years they just disintegrated or whatever. Oh, I was more talking about they get moldy, but you know, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like this response in the Discord. There were people, some, there's some people chatting about AKD's power move, which is a very good one. Um, uh, and this one came from an individual who said, I have a friend who got deck building advice from another friend, and the second friend signed all the cards that he told the first friend to put in. That's really funny. It's like, hey, you should probably put some removal in your deck. Yeah, I've got, I've got some eliminates for you. Oh, great. Thanks very much. Oh, wow, that's really nice. I know. No, uh, listen, they're not free. Oh, how much? No, I, no, no. I, it's, it's like wanting a producer credit. Yeah. <laughs> They're free in the sense that I'm going to give them to you without having any money, but they're not free in the sense that every time you play them, you're going to have to look at my signature. You're welcome. Product placement. That's really good. It's 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 very very good indeed. Uh, don't don't sign um, other people's cards without their permission. And I would say that like don't commit too heavily to this bit and sign all of your cards with your own signature. Unless you're much more likely to look like an asshole than you are like a hilarious. Oh, I think the funny p- part of it is fine, but like if you're going around and signing like I don't know your nisses and ugans and stuff. Righty, so we've told the story many times where I took your scapeshift deck out of GP and turned all the scapeshifts, or the Valakids upside down, and you almost got disqualified. <laughs> okay, there's Dennis not letting the truth get in the way of a good story. I didn't nearly get disqualified, but yes. I thought you got in trouble for it. Uh, because I called a judge and because it was very obvious that, like, I hadn't done it myself, and also you don't want to mark your Find the Valakids. You want to mark the scapeshifts. You want to mark the scapeshifts, not the Valakids. So, yeah. yeah, it would be very strange. It would be like, I don't know, turning... You're playing, like, Sultai Ultimatum and you turn all of your cultivates the other way around. It's like, well, it's, it's, like a cool. good, it's a good card to draw, but, like, it's never one that you're cutting yourself to or something. So, anyway, I no. wanted... How would you have felt if I had taken all the cards out of the sleeves and signed them? Uh, a lot of them weren't mine, so you would have had to answer. <laughs> oh, no. You would have had to answer to someone. You would have had to answer to Duncan Tang. Duncan, and, that's fine. And that's, uh, I'm happy to do that. Yeah, you and Duncan got a great working relationship. You would have had to work uh, <laughs> with Duncan and who else? Um, 
Oh, man. Actually, no, that was a deck that I put together by borrowing a lot of cards off a lot of different people. So you would have a lot of people knocking on your door there, D-Bag. That would have been a funny reversal, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a funny bit of justice. All right. Riley, we have a question here. Or not even the power move, just the, 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 the question says from Fjork. Not sure if this is a power move or just a funny story what happened at an LGS. That's fine. New segment, funny story what happened at an LGS. Go ahead. Yep. But during the Mono Horizons 2 pre-release yesterday, someone had a Garth in their pool, but obviously no official tokens to represent some of the cards it could cast. Mm-hmm. Their solution was to open to the their phone to the Scryfall page for the for the Shivan Dragon and use their phone as the token. Modern problems require modern solutions. Really. It's pretty good. I mean, although what kind of scrub was this person that didn't have a Black Lotus lying around to use as a token? I know, right? Like I use those for soldier tokens. Like, exactly. No yeah, I'll use them as I'll, I'll use them as life pads. Don't worry about it. Ooh, ooh that's good. Um, that's that's a that's a pretty creative solution because I mean, for a lot of the cards that Garth makes, I mean, probably got a disenchant lying around. Even a Shivan Dragon is not that un- uncommon. But yeah, I like yeah, it's been you, in sets, Yeah, when you make a why is the Shivan Dragon not on the reserve list? Was it not a rare? I don't know what that's. Like it was the most sought after card in Alpha for a long time. Why was it? Why is it not on the reserve Let's list? Let's see what's on the all the cards from Alpha from Beta that had not appeared in Fourth Edition or Ice Age. So I bet Shivan Dragon was in Fourth Edition. Right. Okay. So it was reprinted before because the- it, it had already been reprinted when they when, were like, "Hello, let's okay, make a reserve your list." Reserve list. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So it I'm out. googling it. Uh, Alpha Beta. Un- oh god, this is in every goddamn set, including Fourth Edition. Yeah. 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 No, there's been a lot of reprints of that card. Uh, yeah. So enough that you could lie around, but yeah. Being like, oh, I'll cast a Black Lotus. Oh, I don't have anything. To, I don't have a Black Lotus to to represent it with. But I, the the Scryfall um, tech is very strong. That's very strong. Very very strong indeed. I like that. No, it's not a it's not a power move. No, not at all. It's it's Mag- it's, it's 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 ingenious. Magic hacks. Magic hacks. I don't hate that. Magic hacks. D and D railgun. Magic hacks. Magic hacks. I like that. We could do. Well, it I, does they, sound a little bit like a dragon in a game. Oh, like H A X? No, Magic Axe. Oh, Magic Axe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm. I'm. I, I'm ready to open the submissions for Magic Hacks. Have you right, got D and D horror stories in Magic Axe? <laughs> is there a is there a a shortcut that you take for, or is there something that you do to make your games of Magic? Just like I'm not. This isn't even necessarily something that makes you win more. This is just something. It's that, like putting. A, it's just like putting a D6 on top of your deck when you have an upkeep trigger. Like is stu- that a magic stuff hack? like that. That's pretty low level, but yeah, that that kind of level, right? Sorry, not that kind of that kind of vein. That's what we're vibe. For. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. All right, we'll see if that. We'll see if that takes off, or if it's just going to be another Peter out. We're good at the Peter out. We usually get one episode of it, and then it's gone forever. Yeah. Yeah, and then, well, some have made it. I've actually forgotten all the ones that didn't make it. To be honest, um, magic. Jargon was one of them. Magic jargon never got off the ground. Yeah, we never really had any good magic jargon come in. Yeah, you, you know, it's survivorship bias, man. You don't forget the ones that didn't make it. Yeah, you don't forget the ones. LGS horror story sticks around. LGS horror. Speaking of which, Riley, classic. All right, yeah, go ahead. We got an LGS horror story from Aldrazi Ravnica. Okay, love it. Let's go. I'm talking to a person on Discord about different power levels and commander, mm-hmm. and they seem like a casual player. They ask what the appeal of competitive EDH is, and I say that it's similar to why people play Legacy or Vintage because it's complex and you know mentally challenging. They reply, what's Legacy? I explain Legacy and Vintage to them. Then they say they thought Modern was all standard sets, not Legacy. I told them they were wrong, and they say this. Well, the owner of my LGS lied to me at a Modern tournament then. (laughs) So, wait, hang on. This is like a fill-in-the-blank horror story. So they said they thought Modern was all sets that are in standard, not 8th edition or whatever. Yes, they thought Modern was Legacy. 
Yes. Which and they moves. thought that because the owner of their LGS lied at a quote-unquote modern tournament. That they were running presumably with force of wills or whatever. <laughs> so, well, this is what I'm wondering. Did the owner of the LGS sit down with a legacy deck in a modern tournament and when someone's like, wait, isn't this modern? Yeah, this is modern. Modern's Mo- like- modern. Yeah, no problem. Underground scene. Yeah, it's it's every card printed since, you know, the 17th century. Modern. <laughs> the modern yeah, anything period. anything after the dark ages, modern. It's the yeah. modern era. Anything printed in the modern era. Yeah, exactly. Anything after you know, since the 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 advent of the, after the age of sail, right? We're fine. Anything anything since the fall of Constantinople's fair game. That's basically. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what happened here? Yeah, so, I would ordinarily subscribe to the whole the razor of never attribute to malice what can be adequately adequately explained through ineptitude ah, but right? that's bad that's bad podcasting yeah i think i know i think i think that doesn't count here i think this person's malicious i think i think i think we have i think someone's told us that they went swimming mm. and then they got they were like oh yeah i got you know i ran into this like trout in the sea and mm. like it took a chunk out of my leg and we were like that was a shark mate and they were yeah. like that's what sharks are yeah this is a this is a reverse shark tail this is a re- this is a trout tail I tried um, to. <laughs> yeah, what what agenda did the owner of the LGS have? And how is Hold this on, holding on could- to those hard-earned prize packs? What do you mean, what agenda? We have oh, motive. We have dude. opportunity. Dude. It's all there. Come down to the weekly modern tournament. 50 boosters, first place. Mm-hmm. Right? Everyone turns up. Modern decks at the ready. LGS is oh, we need one more to make up the numbers. Guess I'll jump out out I from behind I'll the counter. Pop myself in there. Yeah, yeah. Guess oh, I'll come and force of, of no, will. No, 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 no. I'll, I'll come and force of wheel away all your spells with my underground seas out. Like this is, what is how deep does the rabbit hole go? You could probably play because like Hogax. I mean, just Hogax. Hogax to legal legacy. It's not legal and modern though. No, it's not legal and modern. <laughs> no. Well, so here's here's something interesting. Uh, that I, when I was a, a new player, right, that happened with me, I had Modern described to me as all the cards in the new border, which was, broadly speaking, true. And still, broadly speaking, is, no, actually today, it's no. even less true than it used to be. Yeah. But when I started playing 2012, right, Modern was broadly all the cards in the new border. Because they changed the border in 8th edition. Because they changed the border in 8th edition. And it was a nice, easy market to delineate. But even back then, there were supplementary products. There was Plain plain Chase, there was Commander, there was Arch Enemy, right? But they still matched the border. No, they didn't. Because I had a playset of Brainstorm, right, in a new border. I think it was from Commander, the first Commander. I think think it was that. It was from something, right? Anyway, Brainstorm new border. And I was like, oh, so you can play Brainstorm in modern. People are like, no, no, you can't. I'm like, well, it's got the new border, Uh... right? Now that doesn't work even more. Yeah. What if your card has a picture of Eleven from Stranger Things on it? Yeah. <laughs> Where does that fall? Yeah, in? exactly. What if your card looks like a a poster for a metal band concert? Yeah. What? What? Which, yeah, what which format your... is that legal in? <laughs> yeah, that's tricky. Can I tell you this? Many um, cards have no borders now. Good. I opened a bunch of uh, Modern Horizons packs, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Some for the the pre-release, which is good fun, Brian and uh, some others just sent to me open on the on the stream. Wow, more free product bragging about it. And you know I'm not very big on, like, cosmetics, and I don't really like card styles and any of the weird arts or that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you which one's got me just a little bit? Hmm. The sketch styles, dude. Yeah? Yeah, I kind of like them. 
I kind of like them, and I don't like that I like them, but I kind of Would you be like happy them. if all cars looked like that? Because if so, I think Wizards could save a lot of money. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, all right, we, we need your preliminary sketches. Okay, yeah, thanks very much for sending that to us. We're going to send not- you a kill. We'll send you a kill fee because uh, we're not going to actually go ahead with this and use it. But, uh, you know, we don't need the finished product. So thanks very much for that. And then, yeah, just black and Print. white sketches on all the cards. Save a, save a fortune on ink. I figured out why I like them. They still look like magic cards. Ooh, do you think modern cards don't look like magic cards? When I see like the secret layers that look like band posters, well, those don't. Yes, they just don't look like magic cards. And I'm just it, it just I don't care that they exist. It is fine. People can like what they like, and if that is a, if this is a product that is designed for other people, that's an argument I'm happy to accept. Right? I would never put them in my deck. I definitely wouldn't pay the thousands of dollars for them. Have you ever purchased a secret layer rider? No, never. I haven't haven't one. even haven't even been tempted to. I was tempted to and purchased one. Uh, that was the, my guess is the Bob Ross art lands. Correct. Yes. Yep. Yep. Because they look like magic cards. Yep. I think they're cool. And it lets you use Bob Ross lands on arena, which mm-hmm. I have not played since so mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is there a secret layer in terms of art style? Whatever about the cards, you can always put whatever cards they want in there. Is there a crossover or a yes. art style that, what, what, what would appeal to you? Uh, Carson Ellis. Dennis is looking up Carson Ellis Carson now. Carson Ellis, Ellis is the the wife of Colin Melloy, the main singer, the lead singer of the Decemberists. Oh, I hate this art style. All right, mate, settle down, dude. She's amazing. You could have just said bad art. You didn't need to say oh, Colin Carson. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. It's just like children's storybook style. Children's like storybook watercolor. style. Yeah, I really, really love her art style. They've done. A, they've they've actually written some kids' books together. But she does all the art for all their albums and everything else like this. Um. No, I'm a I'm a huge fan of her of her work, and I'm a huge fan of the Decemberists. And I probably if if Wizards did, if it was Wizards X Carson Ellis, I'd be I'd be reaching for the hip pocket. Not a guaranteed sale, but I'd be uh, I'd be reaching for the uh, for the hip pocket. I'm there. waiting for the Jackson Pollock secret layer. That's oh, what please, I want. No, please no. It's nonsense. You don't want you want you don't want Jackson Pollock. Secret Modern layer? art is just nonsense, dude. I'm not I'm not a well, yeah. You know what? Actually, the other thing, if someone taped a banana. To a you don't uh, want a Banksy secret layer, yeah? No, thanks. Um, no, Carson Ellis. I, I like Carson Ellis a lot. Uh, what are some other art? What are some other artists that I like? Or art styles, like not even artists. Art like, styles. There's a, there's, a, there's, a, like there's a tattoo one which already came out, obviously. But. Yeah, I don't know. Something with Australia on it would be nice. Like some some Australian connection. Like I cards nearly, all printed up. The cards are all upside down. I I I was close-ish. No, not really close. You know, they there's a, a planes on there's a, a planes at Uluru and a kangaroo on it, right? Mm-hmm. Part of the APEC lands. And I was I was considering buying that, but it's in the old port, and I don't really like it. Uh, so if that came out, maybe maybe something like that, maybe something that like represented Australia in some way. I'd like that. I think. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the to sort of bring stuff back to D and D, right? The the illustrations that I've seen so far that make the cards look like they're from old like AD&D books mm, those that, are cool that's sick man I'm, I'm a big fan of that I've got all those books do you know that the old ones I've got nearly all of them I, I, I collected when I was young and didn't have the money to afford that sort of stuff uh, I bought a bunch of them off eBay spent hundreds they're now worth wow. a lot more I, I I didn't do it to be like oh I'm gonna make killing off these I was just like I want these to look at right Mm-hmm. So I've got a nearly nearly complete section of um, collection of AD and D books. I think they're worth a little bit more now. I haven't checked in a while. Uh, I haven't got the first first edition stuff though, because that is 
hard to find. I would imagine from like the seventies or whatever. Yeah, but I was like, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get every single D and D book. And then I looked at the full list. And I'm like, I'm going to get every single core D and D book. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I've got them. Uh, I've got them scrolled away somewhere. Man, those rules were complicated. There's like Thack Zero and all that other sorts of stuff. You wanted your armor class to be as low as possible, not as high as possible. Like golf. Like golf, mate. It was, that's what they called it. They called it the golf rule. No, they didn't. Um, anyway, uh, I don't think the... I, I, I don't know. Sorry. Let's bring it back back to the question at hand. Legend of Zelda Secret Lair? Oh, okay. Now let's... Go away from the question at hand and go back to the, the secret. A Zelda. Oh, dude. All right. What are we talking? What are we talking here? I'm trying to think. Would you do like a Godzilla treatment and have it be like, have Link instead of like, I don't know. Tajik oh, no. I'm not asking what art style. Oh, what art style? Which Link appears on it? Because there, there's an answer that's going to get me across the line. I'm interested if you know enough. I, I don't know if you know enough about my tastes in Zelda to know which Link needs to be on the cards for me to get there. I think it's Wind Waker Link. It is Wind Waker Link. Well done. Mm, yes, mm. yes, yes. I think you do one of each. I think you do an 8-bit Link. Yep. I think you do a Wind Waker Link. I think you, I mean, Majora's Mask and Wind Waker look the same, don't they? No. Ocarina of Time and, and Majora's Sorry, Mask look the same. Yeah. yeah. And then I get Breath of the Wild Link look kind of crappy, to be honest. But. Get out of town. Breath of the Wild's great. You just don't like... Okay, here's something. I had people asking me about this, right? I had someone ask me, like, why doesn't Dennis like Breath of the Wild, right? right? Charizard me River. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I guess we're into this now. Um, uh, something, Eldrazi, Ravnica, I don't know. You're not the asshole. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> um, uh, so, you know, someone said that. Hugo. You know Hugo. Milk and Bags, yeah. right? He, we, we, were, we were chatting the week, and he goes... There's no point listening to Scry Me River because the answer to every single question is try to be nice, don't be an asshole. Also, you're not the asshole. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. It's annoying. Yeah, but he's not it's, wrong. It's annoying, but he's not wrong. Anyway, um, what are we talking about? Zelda. You don't like Breath of the Wild, Dennis. Because, because it's a bad game. No, 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 not that. I think objectively it's a bad game. I don't think a lot of people bought it, so. Okay, I'm going to- I'm going to reach to the internet and hit them, smack you in the head somehow. All right. Like, I'd be surprised if they made a second one, personally. It was such a disaster. Well, you've embarrassed yourself because they've just announced a second one. It's, coming, it's coming out next year. So you're, you're a fool. Um, you don't like it because it was the game you were playing on your Switch when you lost it or it got stolen. Uh, so you have negative associations with that game because of that bad experience. Because I know that really annoyed you. Yeah, it did annoy me, but I, I was playing Smash 2 and I still played a lot of Smash when I got another Switch. You didn't play Smash before you've... No, no. Smash wasn't out when your first Switch got stolen. Stolen's unfair, but I guess it did get stolen. I left it out playing and then it got stolen. Yeah. Um. Maybe? I also... But then I've tried to play... I had Breath of the... I bought, I bought Breath of the Wild digitally. Yeah. So, so I still, still had it. You still had it. Okay. And I tried it again. And I was like, and this you're just is like, still... Oh, no. It's my, my Switch got no, stolen. I was like, oh, no. This is really boring. <laughs> I, I'm honestly, I've, I, I, they need to invent a way to hit someone over the internet. I just think it's a bad game. It's, how dude? is it a bad game? The systems are all like several times, but both times I've heard I played the game, I got, I got into it and I said, like, this is fun. I climbed up the tower. I yeah. got the parachute. I was like, okay, here we go. Yeah. They glide or whatever. And I said, like, all right. And then I fought some, some guys. Yep. yep. And I was like, cool. And then I was like, oh, I can cook. And then I was like, mm hmm. And I went to the first temple and I was like, okay, I can use the magnets to pick up the blocks and stuff. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, and now I don't want to play anymore. I have not, nothing about this. Maybe want to do this five more times and then go fight Ganondorf. 
Well, I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I know what to tell me. Make better games. It's not a bad game, dude. <laughs> I just don't like it. It's a game that you don't like, and that's fine. The reason I don't like it, though, is because it's bad. No, it's not, Dennis. <laughs> it's an open world adventure. It's a world that you can get lost in, man. It's a world where, like, across every hill, there's a new, there's something new to explore, discover, see, and here's find. here's the thing. I was thinking, I was like, maybe I just don't like those kinds of games anymore. Because like, I used to love Skyrim. Yeah, and I, used to love I mean, I've had a know? similar thing. I don't really like open world. But then I played Ghost of Tsushima last year, which is like that. And I was yeah. like, this is great. So you didn't see Link's bare ass enough is the problem. That's the I didn't write any, Link didn't write any haikus. No, while while naked in a hot springs. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's that's well, Breath of the Wild 2 coming next year. Coming, there you go. And you get to see Link's whole ass. You get to see both oh, them. Cheeks. Both peaches? Wow. You get to see both I of them ice cream one, scoops. One, one peach, I guess. Yes, you have to rescue Princess Peach from from Castle from Hyrule Castle. It's the same. It's the same plot every single time. I'd like to actually see Zelda as a playable character. I <laughs> I saw um Did you play as Sheik in one of them? Uh not just to my knowledge. She she is a character. Well, no, I know, yeah, but but she. I don't think you play as her. No, you want to see the legend. You want you want to see the legend of Link. I want to see the legend of Link. No, I think it'd, be, it'd just be it'd be nice to like it'd be cool to play as Zelda. I think I saw a tweet where they're not they're not they're not announcing the name of Breath of the Wild two because they think it'll spoil what the game is about. Okay, and someone tweeted about it being like, "What is the game called? The Legend of Zelda? The same plot again, but with minor variations." <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2. This time Link's hair is a little a little longer. $70, please. Yeah, thank you. I mean, can I tell you this? It looks exactly the same. No. I will buy it day one. Like, you've got Hideo Kojima. I've got a Legend of Zelda. Actually, I'm not quite true? at that level because I wouldn't buy any single Legend of Zelda game, but I would buy Breath of the Wild 2 sight unseen. All right, so speaking of Hideo Kojima, Riley. Oh, here we go. You've done it again. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> he released a teaser for a Death Stranding director's cut. Yeah, we talked about this. Was this last week? Yeah, we talked about it, man. I'm buying oh, it. Oh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't talk about it. Last week, sorry, but yeah, no, no, because it happened the day after the podcast went up. You yeah, emailed me. Uh, you messaged me, check, me and you're like- Let me check when I messaged you because I think it was not on the podcast. No, it wasn't on the podcast. It was just very close after we'd recorded. It was the day after we recorded because the next day, right, he was like, yeah, here's a, like a Death Stranding thing with a metal- like He's standing in a cardboard box or something. So he released a trailer and for- we, But Dennis, we said last week, exclusive, you heard it here first, Death Training 2 or whatever, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't exactly remember what it was, but it was basically that. I think you said, Dennis, the game that I would love to see is Death Training Director's Cut. And not here it is. Friday at midnight, I messaged you. Unbelievable. Which is to say Thursday at midnight, yeah. So Death Training Director's Cut. Yeah. The, the, the Hideo Kojima Cut Director's Death Stranding. What did they not put in the first one? This is, what this got is cut? my question. How how can there be a director's cut? How is this eighty hour game? How do they look at this eighty hour game and be like, mm, yes, now we've cut all the fat out? So, Riley, what's going to happen is I'm going to get this director's cut. I'm going to pay for it again. Are you kidding? F- yeah, of course I am. Are you kidding? Well, I, told I mean, you. I guess it is Hideo Kojima game. So it yep. says a Hideo Kojima game on the front. I don't care that I've already paid for it. <laughs> this is such a con, dude. I want it on the PS5. I want it with better ray tracing or whatever. I don't know. I want it. You want it with more way. gigaflops? More, more, more giga hurts yeah and here's what's gonna happen i'm gonna play the original version yeah which i already played i'm yeah. gonna play the director's cut uh-huh. and that'll give me the information I need to tell you which one you should play on stream can i tell you dennis and i know i've said this before but this time i'm nailing my colors to mast there is no chance i am playing death stranding on my stream why because 
It is a long and boring life's game. Life's too short, man. <laughs> life's too life's just too short. It, it you, don't is, to, you don't have to finish it. Okay, I guess there is a chance that I will open the game Death Stranding on my stream at one point, right? There is no way you're going to roll credits, though. <laughs> there is no way those credits are rolling. Unless there is, like, a 17-minute speed run that is easily, like... Like, you can glitch your way through to the final boss, if it even has bosses. It probably doesn't. The it final- has bosses. There's boss fights. I best Okay, my bet is that the final boss is a 30-minute cutscene. No, it's a that's a, a forty five minute cutscene. It's very the game has a lot of shooting and action in it. Genuinely, I think you're lying because I've never. I'm seen not. It. I think you're lying because I've never I'm, seen. On, okay, the only in game footage I've ever seen here is here is the three types of in game footage I've seen from Death Stranding. Why are we talking about this game again? Every time Kajima baby. Number one, it's Morgan Freeman. No, what's his name? Norman Reedus. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Norman Reedus running across like a wet grass-covered, hilly plane, right, with, like, uh, with one of them Deliveroo bags and, like, pizzas on his back or something, right? Number two, a long convoluted cutscene with, like, the guy from Conan. What's his name? Conan? Conan. Conan in it, right? <laughs> the guy from Conan. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, Conan O'Brien. Him, right? The guy from Conan. And then three, Norman Reedus pissing into a monster energy can. Okay, well, all of those things are in the game. Exactly. I'm going to send you a link. I'm not interested in looking at... Dennis, Dennis, I'm not interested in looking at more footage of a Hideo Kojima game. And I don't appreciate the fact that you are there (laughs) attempting to... Okay, listen, right? I had mighty fortifications, right? Mm. Great big walls put up when it came to Metal Gear Solid. You Mm. and Vince talking about it, I'm like, speak of of that not. It bores me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You got your sappers and you dug in under the wall, right? And then you blew it sky high and I ended up playing four games. Okay? And you loved it. That is a an exaggeration. You thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. <laughs> the mean guy, Riley. The fortifications that I have. I this is I am living now in a Byzantine fortress. Can I tell you? <laughs> You're this? in the keep. There are walls five meters thick, and they and their foundations go deep into the earth. All right, you are not sapping your way through the Riley plays Death Stranding fortress. Time makes fools of us all, Riley. Time does not make fools of these castle walls. Time fall makes fools of us all. No, 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 it's not happening. Anyway, I don't know. I, I was enjoying a bit of Zelda chat there, but of course we had to. <laughs> it's almost its own segment now. Zag back into Kojima chat. All right, we're done. Um. So, send in. We've got an open call for submissions. D&D stories. Please make them good. Please make them good. Don't make them garbage, please. Make them short more than good. I think they're more important. (laughs) Short short and punchy, right? Let me say this. If the backstory is longer than the story, nah. Like, if you need to explain more context to me than there is actual story, nah. I'm out. Too much. I'm out. Too much. And we'd love a bit of- We'd love some magic hacks. I'd love some magic hacks. I'd love some magic hacks. Cousin yeah. of Parthenax. Ma- yeah, Cousin of Parthenax Magic Hacks. We'd love that. Um, that'd all be right. really good. Thank you to ChanFob.com. Buy all your cards there. Buy all your Hideo Kojima games there and your copies of Edge Empires. Thank you to Junkie Grove for the music. Thank you to Riley for your time this morning. Thank you, thank Dennis. Thank you, you, dear listener. Most of all, thank you, dear listener. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>